Hello, guys. It is your host, Michaela Philo, and welcome to McKay's Mindspace. All right, guys. So I gave you some life updates last week. Still back in Cleveland. Um, I've been doing really good with staying on track with my routine. I've been journaling every morning, moving my body every single day, and really focusing on my goals. And it's been really great. Um, Last time we chit chat, I was letting you know that I'm getting into golf. The golf is still going really good, guys. I went and played golf with my brother that day, and I did really good. I scored a 57. I don't know if you know what that means if you don't play golf, but my brother told me it was pretty good. And I went and did golf lessons also last week. And my golf pro told me that 57 was really good for only playing twice too. I make contact with the ball every single time. I'm getting better at my swing, learning how to use the clubs. And I just really enjoy it, guys. I don't know where golfing came from and I don't know why it took me so long to realize it but I'm really into it I'm thinking about going and getting myself some clubs tomorrow but they are really expensive and I really want to just you know make sure I get the right kind and I really am into this Um, I'm going golfing again this week with one of my best friends so just an update that golf has been going pretty good and I'm really proud of myself right now I have Miso laying on my lap. She's really cuddly right now. Miso loves to cuddle with me at about 8 a.m. or whatever time I'm waking up in the morning. And then she gets, she's real wild all day, running around cray cray pants. And then around 1, 3 p.m., you know, like afternoon, after lunchtime, she gets real sleepy again and real cuddly and... She takes a nice long nap and then she gets to nighttime zoomies and does it all over again. So I can tell she's getting in her cuddle mode right now and I'm honestly just loving it. Anyways, this episode is not about golf again and it is not about miso, even though I would love for it to be about both of those things. Last episode, I feel like I really started to dive into the scientific nutrition knowledge that I have. And I really wanted to start off with the basics because I think that's where it really all begins. I think that it's just like anything in life, you know, any sport or any, any topic, you really have to learn the basics first to master the rest. So, you know, micronutrients and macronutrients, I think was a really good place to kind of get more on that higher science level talking about with you guys. So today we're going to still keep this easy, but we're going to go a little bit further than the micronutrients and macronutrients. And I'm going to talk about, you know, your relationship with food and cravings and the science behind cravings, why our bodies have cravings and what that all means. And I'm also going to share some tips that I have when it comes to altering my cravings, things that I've suggested to other people that I have noticed 
have helped them and improved them because I think we all have different cravings. We all have different unique needs. And I just want to share that with you guys because so many people are always like, well, how do you just like not crave candy? How do you not crave chocolate? And I'm just like, I just really don't. I don't have that big sweet tooth every single night, every here and there. Yeah. But majority of the time I have a lot of self-control over it. And I know a lot of people don't. So we're going to get into this. So first off, I want to talk about our relationship with food. And I've kind of touched on how to have a healthier relationship with food and why it's important. But our relationship with food really doesn't become wrong until we look at food not as a fuel. And instead, it's kind of used as like a celebration, which I think can tie in a lot with sweets and desserts or maybe like pizza. You know, a lot of times we celebrate with pizza and ice cream and cake. And and there's not anything necessarily wrong with that. But sometimes food could be used as a comfort to fulfill something. When we should be looking at food as a way to nourish our body and make us feel better. For example, when we just went on a run and we were outside for a long time, we want water. We want like fresh fruit. Like we want we want to give ourselves hydration. And when we're done working out, we want to fuel our body with protein. We want to be giving our body what it deserves. So the best way to create a healthier relationship with food is really tuning into that, our physical body and listening to what our body wants. Like, is our body so hungry? Does it need a larger meal right now? And I think this has a lot to do with bringing awareness to our emotions and knowing the difference between physical hunger and emotional hunger. Do we really want something sweet at the end of the night or do we just want comfort? You know, I've actually read a study that showed sometimes we want something sweet at night because we want to, we need some type of fulfillment. And if you replace that sweet dessert at the end of the night with getting a hug from someone, cuddling with your partner, or if you're with friends, like just like all cuddling up on the couch and watching a movie together, it actually can replace the feeling of wanting something sugary and sweet. And that's that goes into being self-aware between that physical and emotional emotional hunger. And the most important part is is just being gentle with ourselves and not being hard on ourselves whenever we do cave in and, and eat sweets or listen to our cravings because it's all about balance at the end of the day. So so moral of this is, you know, our relationship with food is is looking at it as something that fulfills us rather than comforts us. And I really just want to, you know, say that at the beginning of this episode before I talk about cravings because I think a lot of people get hard on themselves whenever they quote-unquote cheat or eat a big bowl of ice cream or something. You know, it's it's really just simply all about balance, being self-aware, having self-control, and being kind to yourself. And being kind to yourself also means taking care of yourself and giving yourself the food that your body needs to thrive and survive and have energy. And that's whole foods, that's fruits and vegetables, that's lean organic proteins, grass-fed proteins, wild-caught fish, lots of water, and getting in on all those vitamins and minerals that make our body feel good. 
So let's let's really jump into the science behind cravings now. Cravings can influence our relationship with food and make us think that we want something that we really don't. So there's lots of reasons that our bodies have cravings, and it's usually because cravings mean that we are having a desire for some type of food nourishment. So I'm going to go through a lot of different topics and talk about why our body craves certain types of food, why we crave like a large amount of food, sugary and sweets, and and kind of what the meaning is behind all of that. And when you become a lot more self-aware of these things, then you can be more observant of this, eat better option foods, and watch your cravings go away and decrease. And, you know, I've watched this work on me and I've watched it work on the people around me. I've watched it work on my boyfriend who I never thought I was going to be able to ever get to stop snacking and eating sweets and junk food. And just like the change I've seen in this past year from, you know, just taking a little bit of my advice has really helped a lot and made a big difference. And it's such an easy lifestyle change if you just, if you just practice it for some time. Okay. Sorry, I'm so passionate about this. But all right, let's get into it. All right, first thing that can cause us to have cravings is having blood sugar imbalances. So you're like, what is that? You know, when we have large amounts of sugar from candy or sweets, you know, sugar, this this tells our brain that we want a high, that we want high calorie foods. You know, sugar is the devil and we all know this. There's no benefits of it to our body. Sugar is also very addictive. It tastes amazing and it's good in anything that you eat. Any sweet or any baked good out there, it really all tastes the same. It's just lots of sugar, you know? So when we are eating really, really, really healthy all day and eating fruits and vegetables, and then we eat a chocolate chip cookie that we got from the grocery store, our blood sugar spikes up. Okay. And now it's imbalanced. This goes to our brain and our brain gets shifted and it tells our body that we want more calorie foods. So then we end up binge eating potato chips or more sweets. So we can alter this and we can fix this by making healthier dessert options in the house. You know, I've If you get on TikTok or YouTube, there's so many recipes for healthier desserts to keep into your house. You know, I'm a really big fan of the the peanut butter or the the nut butter stuffed dates with, I do vegan chocolate on top of it and I freeze it and it literally tastes like a Snickers bar. I buy the Simple Mills Oreo cookies and my boyfriend loves to snack on those and I just try to keep a better option, no added sugar desserts or sweets in the house. And this really helps with managing and balancing our blood sugars. By just watching when our blood sugar spikes and trying to keep it balanced can control our brain and control our body more and tell ourselves and remind ourselves in our body that we don't need more food. We're actually full. It's, it's like a trick almost that our brain is trying to pull on us. Next thing is our emotions. And that's why I said earlier, you know, knowing the difference between our emotional hunger versus our physical hunger. Sometimes when we want sugar or we want sweets, it's to boost our mood or give us that comfort. And it's really a temporary comfort. And it's 
for temporary dopamine. And dopamine is that hormone that gives us that level of comfort. So this is being aware of, this is, this is stopping and asking yourself, do I really want something sweet right now? Or am I just a little sad? Am I a little down right now? Am I a little anxious right now? And maybe take 20 minutes and call a friend. Or if you have, if you live with a roommate or a partner, go cuddle up and just touch them, give them a hug. Sometimes when we just fulfill that comfort level in a different way without food, we remind our body that we really don't want that sugary food. We really don't need those sweets to feel satisfied. And, you know, nine times out of 10, when we fulfill our emotional hunger with sweets or high carb foods, we end up feeling worse afterwards. And, you know, if you don't want to listen to me and you don't want to hug someone or play with your cat or your dog or your partner or, or, or someone and you're like, I just really want cookies right now. Watch how you feel after you eat that. And I'm sure that you're still feeling sad and you're still feeling down and there's much healthier and natural ways to get rid of that emotional hunger and that emotional feeling. Next is our gut health. And, you know, gut health is something I want to make a whole other episode on. I'm really just waiting until I have all of the information I want to give into that because the number one thing I've learned in nutrition is that our gut is pretty much the second brain of our body. It is so, so correlated with our brain when it comes to our nutrition and our health and our weight and everything, our mind. So when we have a leaky gut, an inflamed gut, and we have bacteria and parasites in our gut, this can lead to cravings. So gut health is very, is, is something very important to take care of. And, you know, that means drinking a lot of water, watching what we're, our body says yes and no to. Are we having frequent bowel movements? Are you taking a probiotic every single day? Are you eating a lot of probiotic and prebiotic foods every single day? Are you eating foods high in fiber? Are you eating a lot of whole foods, whole fruits and vegetables? It's a lot easier said than done, but taking care of your gut health is extremely important. When we have a leaky gut, we are bloated, our minds, our brain gets fuzzy, and it leads to us having cravings, and it leads us to us overeating or undereating and becoming malnourished. Another reason why we get cravings is hormonal imbalances. This is also a really big topic that I'm trying to, you know, narrow down. When our leptin levels and our serotonin levels, which are both hormones, are imbalanced, our leptin levels are what regulate our appetite and our fat storage. So when these are imbalanced, it increases our cravings that we want. So Again, by, by watching our hormone levels, getting a lot of sleep, it leads back to everything I keep saying, whole fruits and vegetables. Um, for women, this is super important for if you have a menstrual cycle and balancing your menstrual cycle. And I have a whole other episode on what you should be eating for each cycle, physically what you should be doing for each cycle, and mentally what you should be doing for each cycle. And this is how I balance my hormones. For each cycle or whatever phase I'm in, I 
I eat a certain way, I do my workouts a certain way, and I mentally practice things in a certain way. And when our serotonin levels are in balance as well too, this is what is our mood regulator. So this kind of goes back to our emotional imbalances. So do you see how it's all a full circle here and how almost every single one of these so far has kind of been the same answer to fix it. So as well as our menstrual cycle imbalances, that, that ties into our hormonal imbalances, which I just explained. The next thing that can lead to cravings is our sleep. Our sleep, based on, and if we get enough sleep, this also affects our hormone levels as well too. And this affects our leptin. So if we do not get seven to eight hours of sleep, this leads to our leptin getting imbalanced, which leads to those cravings. Also, when we do not get enough sleep as well too, our cortisol levels increase, which is our stress hormone, and that as well leads to cravings. Because all of these hormones that become unbalanced signal our brain and tell our brain that we're hungrier than what we are, that we are craving things more than we are, when really we just needed more sleep. Our body did not get enough time to rest and reset. Our body needs a specific amount of hours of sleep each night to rest and reset to properly work the next day. And when they don't, everything becomes unbalanced. For some reason, it leads to us overeating and not we're not taking care of our body in the right way. And lastly, another reason why we get cravings, which you know kind of ties into everything I'm saying, is because we have nutrient deficiencies. And this leads to mainly, for the most part, our sugar cravings. So for an example, if we have low levels of magnesium and low levels of calcium, then we're going to be craving things like a sugary donut or processed goods. We usually have these deficiencies because we're not getting a lot of vitamins and minerals or our carbs and our proteins and our fats. When we have these deficiencies, it leads to us having blood sugar imbalances, low emotions, bad gut health imbalanced hormones, imbalanced menstrual cycles, mood swings, and it's all a full, full circle. And really when we you know, take the time to focus on getting in our micro and macronutrients better, we really, your main focus might be to fix my gut health, but when you're eating more vitamins and minerals and more probiotics, you don't even realize that not only are you fixing your gut health, but you're fixing your emotional health. You also just balance out your blood sugar level and because you ended up sleeping so much more and because you went and got your eight hours of sleep you have more energy for the next day and you're feeling so much better physically and mentally when we focus on just the basics like I said at the beginning our fruits and vegetables our whole foods our lean organic proteins our grass-fed proteins our wild-caught seafood and lots of hydration. The rest comes so much easier. You know, my biggest tips, besides focusing on the basics, have been I don't limit myself so much. You know, I, like I said, I try to keep healthier options in the house, like no added sugar cookies, and I, I will make my own desserts that are made from whole real food ingredients that I know are giving me nutritional benefits as I'm still eating it, and I'm getting my sweet tooth satisfied as well too. Even to the extent of the potato chips I have in my house are 
all organic and I they're limited ingredients. It's just the potatoes and the sea salt and the avocado oil. It's not a 20 ingredient list for potato chips and it's not processed. And, you know, not only has this been beneficial for me in my whole life because I've been like this for a very long time, it's very easy for me now. My body is so trained to just want to eat whenever I'm needing my breakfast, lunch, and dinner that I don't even have those cravings anymore. I'm not tempted when I'm around sweets and candies in public. But for someone like my boyfriend who, you know, was very used to just snacking and it was very normal and he didn't even realize he was doing it, when I came into the picture and I gave all these healthier options and removed all the bad options, now he doesn't even want to anymore. Now he doesn't snack the same way he used to anymore and he feels so much better mentally and physically. And it's really, it's really a mind game we can play on ourselves when we do this. You know, if you're really trying to get into eating a lot healthier, I hope that this opens your eyes to just really focusing on taking care of yourself mentally first, changing your mindset, be willing to change your lifestyle and eat healthier food options and make it easy for yourself. And then we'll get into all the crazy stuff. Then we'll get into what exactly gut health is and when you should be eating fiber and when you shouldn't, when you should be having, what kind of probiotics are good for you and why does a keto diet work for some people? Why it does not work for you? You know, we'll get into all that. But right now, this is where you start. And this is the science behind it. And this is the reality of it. And it really can be easy if you just create that healthy relationship with food. And instead of looking at food as pizza and cookies, Look at it as a new hobby. I look forward going to the grocery store and trying out new foods and trying out new recipes and it's therapeutic and it's fun to me and I, I'm i mentally happier when I feel better after eating a, a specific meal. So I hope you learned something, guys. I know these are full of science and education and just don't want you to feel like you're sitting in a classroom, but... I want to break it down for you in a realistic and easy way. And I'll get into some more nutritional stuff if you guys like this. And if there's something specific you want me to dabble on more, I will. But um, I do have some fun episodes coming up too. So just, just hold on, okay? I am about to go get ready and go watch my hunk butt boyfriend catch a football for a little bit and just enjoy the rest of my day. I did Pilates this morning. I went on a walk and have just got some things done around the house. I don't have any homework this week, so I'm just really focusing on just organizing the house more and getting in some shopping and time with friends and family as much as I can. And I'm just looking forward to what this year has to offer. It's already been so crazy this past six months and I just know the next six months are going to get crazier and I'm so excited to just experience so many new things in life. And I love sharing it with you guys. If you had a chance, I hope that you got to see my past YouTube video I just posted about my solo trip, which was so amazing. I do have another YouTube video coming out shortly and I'm going to try to be more consistent with that as well too. And I just am so excited for some new things to be shared with you guys from me. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope that you enjoyed this one. I hope you learned something and I hope you go eat some fruits and veggies today. <laughs> and 
Again, if you have any questions about anything, please DM me. I'm always open to your questions. If you guys are enjoying McKay's Mind Space, please give it a rating and follow. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Love you guys so much. Peace and love. Bye, guys.